Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The Sports Walk is back. Watch season two of Backpack Broadcasting's original web series that brings you the opinions of real sports fans. The entire first season and current season are available now on the Sports Walk YouTube channel and Facebook page. Check out the 2017 NYC WebFest official selection and see what other sports fans have to say on the hottest issues in sports today. It's easy. Just take the Sports Walk. It's been one year. Unbelievably, it's been a year exactly from the time we are recording this podcast. Since we started the Ain't Hard to Tell podcast, it's a one-year anniversary that I've been doing a podcast with this guy to my left, yes, Brian Fonseca. I should have worn my shirt. The marriage. <laughs> yes, you know what? You didn't wear your shirt. The podcast marriage is over. But the mugs are back. The mugs, the are, mugs back. are back. And the logos, the logos, I got them on my laptop. So, we're so all good. everybody can see it, see it once again. Yeah. But we're back. It's unbelievably been a year. Ain't Hard to Tell podcast. Dexter Henry, Brian Fonseca. And like I said, can't believe that it's been one year. I mean, the time has just flown. Yeah, it really has. It really has. And. I sort of hinted at this in a tweet, but we've gone through a lot to get to this point. Just like, you know, just adversity that creators usually go through in the beginning of something. Uh, you know, trying to break through some barriers that other people try to put in front of you, let's say. I'm not going to, I'm not even going to, don't even, you don't have to hold back on this. Uh, we don't have to hold back on that. Not anymore. Not um. anymore. Yeah, nobody, <laughs> nobody's tied or bound to anything. <laughs> For any way to hold back on that, it, I'll be clear. What Brian's talking about? Look, we, start, <laughs> we started this. Yeah, I was gonna dance around no, it a little no, more, no, but no, okay, no, no, fine. No, no, no dancing. When, when we st- we're not gonna give credit to to that. We we are grateful for when we started uh, a year ago to the place where we were recording. Mm-hmm. Very grateful for that. But you know, it, it appeared at some time there were some people there that didn't want us to maybe uh, talk about some of the things we were talking about messages we were talking about against, uh, you know, player protests and things of that nature. Right. Curiously after that. Which we're going to talk about today, by the way. Yeah. (laughs) Curiously after that, uh, there was an attempt to stop the Ain't Hard to Tell podcast. Yeah. That that did happen. That did happen last year. This is why I said, like, if only you guys really knew and understood because that's that's mainly what it is, is that 
But they, but we never but we never stopped. And, I, and to be clear, and we, when we yeah. had a summer break, that had nothing to do no. with that. In no, fact, no, no, no. that was the transition to where we are now at Gotham Podcast Studio, and we were just looking for a new space and home to do uh, the things that we have. And right. I know a lot of you have said it. For those who watch the podcast, have said they like to set up. The, and, and this is actually a newer studio that we are in today. Yeah, um, this is our first time in this newer, larger studio. So you see us back to our original format where we are both. Uh, next to each other instead of across from each other. Right. Um, so it, I feel like for the I'm anniversary, still, I'm still getting adjusted to the new studio, as you can tell if you're watching on YouTube. Yeah, but I think <laughs> I think for the uh, I think for the anniversary episode, it's good to be back in the the yeah. way we started. You know? Yeah. And I fi- you know when we're in this room now, we figured it out. We're gonna be we're gonna be positioned like this pretty much. Uh, but back to what we were saying before. But yes, I, yes, I was saying that th- there was uh, attempts and there were there were things that Brian said that maybe a lot of people didn't know mm-hmm. behind the scenes that we were sort of conflicts to us to keep doing the show, but we kept doing it and consistently, consistently. Um, still brought in guests, still brought in guests, which and- was a whole other issue. Yes, that was another issue too. Yes, we had to. There was a problem with us bringing guests into the space of which we had, which was ridiculous. And why well, I thought, us only, not other shows that are recording there. There, yes, God no. Other people were doing shows there, and it was okay to do that. But what what I, I was uh, thankful for, and I think a lot of credit needs to be given, and I'm glad we were able to say this early. We had, um, and the people are still involved with the show, just you know, different mm-hmm. capacity. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, we have a huge thank you to Matthew Feniza who produced. A lot of those episodes, uh, Luis Velez, our director of photography, mm-hmm. produced a lot of those episodes. Um, a lot of people and friends who came through and did all those things. Yeah, so, and you guys are allowed to come back. Yeah, and, <laughs> and, and they, they will they will be back, and they're still around. Well, I don't know about Luis. Matt will be back. In, I don't know about Luis. Luis will be back. He's coming back. He better come back. <laughs> I'm going to come and get you, Luis. Um, <laughs> But no, all those people were very influential in us, you know, putting the work together. Um, a lot of time working in the artwork. Yeah. Matt, who made the thumbnails. Lewis, who put out uh, photography. Matthew P- P- Panico, who uh, you know did a lot of stuff behind the scenes um, with the work and everything there. So all that was extremely instrumental for us getting to where we had. We could not be here, have done anything without those people. Uh, even Astrid, who took. Tons of pictures for, for us as well. It's so many people really helped in the promotion of it, and a lot of people just supported it. We spoke about this in the last podcast. It was your idea to, you know, to do this podcast. We didn't <laughs> know where it was going to go or how it was going to grow, but it has. And it, I, I, I like the growth. I think it's grown nicely. I know how you feel about it. And yes, everybody's not going to know everything that went on behind the scenes or all the work that you put in. But hey, guys, when you want to do what you love, as we talked so greatly in the last podcast, and you put your energy into it, good things can happen. And you just got to enjoy doing it. So me, I'm, I've enjoyed the process, man. I can't believe it's been a year. It's been, it's been, it's just flown by so quickly, man. It's flown by so quickly. Right. Uh, hold on. Come in. Yeah, we have Astrid who's lurking outside the door. Yeah, like, no, so it's okay. What? Well, you can you can you can sit right there. Yeah, yeah. We're yeah. just we're just talking about making a year. We actually just mentioned your name because you've helped out on the show. Well, I mentioned because I saw Astrid peeking through the door. And now you want to barge in and be disrespectful coming into the door. You told me come in. <laughs> so th- anyway, so but yeah, it, it it's been an interesting first year. Uh, obviously, you know, a lot of people don't sort of relate to what. Uh, creatives go through in that way so we definitely had our battles with other people not with each other 
Um, yeah, and I think I, I, what <laughs> I, I think was, that's the key thing. And back to what you were saying about yeah. the break, the break that we had in July, which kind of just happened by design. We didn't plan on doing that ahead of time, but yeah. you know, transitional period, looking for a studio because you know we had to we had to take that step in order to grow. Uh, you transitioning into your new job, yep, um, full time. <laughs> Everybody always has to mention that. <laughs> from from you to Michelle when she was up here. Yes. I appreciate the love for everybody. So that's 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 good. But it was a transition. Yeah. And, that, and, and that, Matt Matt and Matt both went on vacation. Yeah. Uh, since then one Matt hasn't been back. He's just been doing thumbnails and the other one's been back a couple of times. Yeah, but they they were all and, and even Lewis, every it's everybody was in this period of transitioning into new things. Yeah. Um and and, and, and like, I and I was in the doctor a lot. Yeah, a lot. So, yes, that. Were. Sick of Brian. No, Brian was okay. I don't want to make it sound like Brian was like yeah, really yeah. sick. Yeah, and yeah, really yeah. in the doctor. He yeah, was yeah. like he was he was okay. I'm a little sick today. So there's that. Thanks for not telling me this before we started. I'm the fine. Now I'm, just... I'm all close to you. No, I'm fine. Sick. Yo, I swear. I'm, I'm not like I'm sick, sick after sick. this, man. Like the mic is gonna be fine when I finish mm. talking. No one's gonna come up here mm. and just like you know. Yo, I swear. If I'm sick after you guys hear this episode, I think I got. I think I got it. I think knows. I got it from Astrid. Actually, I think I got it from you. You know what? You know what? we can't. We can't have you sick people coming up in this space. You're actually you're in front get, of a mic too. Yeah, like, you're gonna get me sick. Why don't you? You're gonna get our engineer Miles sick. Like, <laughs> no. I swear, if I'm sick next week, I'm. I'm. Man, I think you were first. You I guys, don't you guys are getting all the shade. I know my dad is sick, so I probably got it from him. Actually. Really? Yeah. What? He's been around sick family. Yeah. But you know what? It's also flu season. It's also flu season. It's September. No, 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 no. I was just sick. And I'm not. I'm not like sick. Sick. I'm fine. You know. Just you know. Took a took a cough drop this morning. You know what I mean? I like everybody. know this is what people say before they get you sick. This is what they say. Oh, I'm not sick. I'm fine. You know what? I've gone through that when I used to be scared of dogs back in the day. When people used to be like, "Oh, it doesn't bite," and then I got bitten. Yeah, that's happened to me before. So you kind of just live with it and whatever. <laughs> Did I tell you about that time that dog bit me in the ass three times when I was six years old? That was how I got scared. How did you dogs. get bit in the ass three times? I was walking home from getting a haircut. I was with my dad, and this big, really big dog just sniffed me, and then like everyone except me was under the impression that nothing was going to happen. I was scared, uh, and then it bit me. Yeah, like three times. Yeah, dogs they can sense that fear. Have something in your back pocket that the dog wanted? My ass. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, the dog sensed your fear and you got bit. <laughs> can can well speak to the mic? How about that? Why don't you do that? Yeah, you're sitting in front of the mic. You're sitting in front of the mic. Don't, don't be like Greg last week, who uh, Greg Greg was here doing. Vi- Greg who's now done some video for us the last couple of episodes. He just was talking off mic, but you could hear him clearly. That was a good thing. Everybody was able to hear him clearly. Put it in so, front of your face. Come on, it's fine. You can, that's yeah, the point of yeah, headphones. Yeah, yeah. See, this is why you're a behind-the-camera person. Wow. <laughs> no, by choice. Wow. By choice. She likes doing production. Yes, she, yes, she does. Put it in front of your face. A- Astrid recently, a lot, of, a lot of the photos, God, a lot of the photos <laughs> that we've had, Astrid has done for us recently, so we, we greatly appreciate that. Yeah, she po- she finally posted one of the pictures she took of Michael Grady. I've been trying to get her to post these photos because they came out really good. But they, like, were, they were. I told you, know, you, I she, told she, you they were dope. Astrid's busy. You know what I mean? She's working and stuff. So. Yeah. Some of us work, are busy. Work is tiring, and by the time I get home, it's it's too late to post. Nobody's gonna look at it. So timing is everything with these posts. <laughs> oh, definitely. Yeah, Especially but these algorithms. She, oh, she's yeah. the one. She put me onto the Instagram algorithm. Yeah, you got it. You got it. Yeah, I I've learned all this stuff and when you should be posting and how you should do that. So that's a whole other thing. Yeah, but it's it's a year. It's been a year. Uh, yeah, happy, congrats. 
Happy A Hard to Tell Podcast Day. That's officially what September 8th is. You know how we have all those crazy all right, days? Now, now you can start taking photos and video so you can help us out. <laughs> <laughs> you know how we have all those crazy days? September 8th should now be the Ain't Hard to Tell Podcast Day. That's true. Mark Nation- it on your calendars, people. I think National Waffle Day was recently. Oh, was it? I think so. There's a lot of stupid days, though. They're, oh, yeah. Most of them are stupid. There's a lot. You tell me about some of these stupid days. Uh... I'll sound really messed up if I say this one, but don't uh, say it. All right, tell me. Yeah, it text sounds, it to me. Sounds like it's gonna be bad. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. There's there's so many of them. There's national. I'm not not that these are stupid, but just in general, there's so many of them. You have the National Boyfriend Day, Friendship Day, um, Left Handers Day, and I'm left handed, so that I didn't one, know that. That one I approve yes, of. Yes. Oh. So that one's pretty cool. We don't need a National Left Handers Day. That's rude. We but don't. Okay. We don't need one. We have National Pancake Day. See, that's unnecessary in my opinion. Unnecessary? Yes, because you can have pancakes whenever you want. Why is there only one day that is you true. can have pancakes? That is true. I mean, true. I can write with my left hand whenever I, I want. I mean... <laughs> Why do we have a National Left-Handers Day? Not everyone can write with both hands. I am left-handed because I have a problem in my right hand, so ah, it happens. You know, you it can more. be different situations. Okay. You're not special. You sound like a therapist. <laughs> do I? I've been to therapy before. I, I know that. Maybe you pick some of that up. Pick some language up. Pick some up. language up. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so, but, but yeah. It, should, it, it should be a day. Look, this is episode 42. We didn't even say the number. And, and hold on. Uh, also, thank you to the guests that we've had. Yes, we've I had a that lot mad of great guests. We've had... I, if I do, I want to name one because if I name one, then we got to name them all, and we don't have time to name them all. Yes, we do. I'm no, gonna find a list right now. We, no, I'm we, we have a we we had a lot of a but lot you know of but you guests. know who you are. Uh, we've had you know some high profile, some that we found diamonds in the rough, undercover. Some people who are, who are doing work uh, good, just like us in the field of journalism, and just many other different things. Yeah. Um, some people we didn't think we were gonna be able to get that we got. We worked hard yeah. on getting them here. Athletes, media athletes, people. Athletes, media people. Um, and there's more to come. There's there's more to come. There's a lot more to come in that. So I'm looking forward to a, another great year. Um, and I think I think it just will continue to be great. But this is episode 42. Yes. As usual, we always pick an athlete with the number 42. Now for me, we've already talked about this. We knew this was coming up. There's no. There's only one. 42. I still went through the. There's only I, hold on, hold on, one hold on. 42. I agree with you, but. I still had to put together the list just you, to be. You sick. didn't have to. I still had to put together why? The list. Why? Why waste because that time? I don't know. What if Yaya Torre is your favorite soccer player ever? And I didn't know that. I like Yaya Torre. A lot of love for Yaya Torre. I figured you did. But no, there's only <laughs> one forty-two. Okay, so we have say forty-two. Who do you think of? We what was that? What, what was that, Astrid? I don't want to say it because I don't want to be wrong. All right, so don't oh, ruin yeah, the game. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So there's Yaya Torre. There's Mariano Rivera. No? You're not moved by that? He would be my number two choice. Okay. Tony Allen. Hell no. <laughs> I joked about this in our last episode, one of our last episodes. James Worthy and you were like... Wait, Tony Allen wore 42 where? Boston. Oh, he didn't wear nine in Boston? No, Rondo's wearing nine. There you go. Yeah, he, didn't yeah, yeah. He, was, he wore six. Rondo number nine is also a rapper, by the way. Uh, James Worthy. <laughs> Vin, no. Vin Baker. Hell no. Elton Brand. No. Kevin Love. <laughs> no. Jerry Stackhouse, and I put no. James Worthy again. Damn, I was really trying to get you James Worthy in here. You were trying to get here. James Worthy in here. Yeah. No. Also, um, uh, Felix Trinidad retired with 42 wins. I just want to point that out. I just want to point that out. That's one of the first athletes I've ever seen on my screen. I, and I know how much he Part, of why, part of why I'm here 
is watching Felix Trinidad knock out Troy Waters when I was three years old. I love, and you also got bitten ass by a dog when you were three years old. Six. Oh, six. Okay. <laughs> three years later. Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> so number 42, we know. I'm never going to vote for the boxers win total. That's just, I feel like Fine. I'm never vote. Maybe there will be one I'll vote for if the list is that bad. Troy Mayweather, 50? Nah, you're going to go somewhere else with 50. Nah, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. That might, you know what, that might be the number. We'll see when we get there. There's a 50 um, in my head right now, but I'm going to save that. Uh, anyway. It's not Zach Landoff. No, that's a good one, though. Okay. Okay, so 42, Jackie Robinson, right? It has yes. to be Jackie Robinson. It right? has to be Jackie Robinson. Exactly. If it's not Jackie Robinson, yeah, better, okay. better yeah. have been who you think. Yeah, I forgot. You, you know baseball a little bit. That's true. Yes, don't underestimate me. Look. It, get it, your camera out. Like, it's right here. I just, like. <laughs> can, can, can you let Astrid do the work that she's supposed to do? Oh, God. Here we go. All right. Anyway, Jesus. so Jer- Jerry Stackhouse, we're good, right? No. <laughs> trying to catch me slipping. <laughs> No, no, no. Jackie Robinson. It's a Jackie Robinson episode. Miles, what do you think? Jackie Robinson episode? Hey, yeah, Ma- yeah. Miles not gave the Miles gave the Yep, not of approval. There we go. That's so, it. favorite memories from the past year. I know we've kind of talked about that. We talked about sort of the adversity that we've gone through and things of that nature in order to get to this point. Favorite um, memories from the But there the past are some year. good things that came about. Yeah, you know what's funny? I think one of the, the the things that I will always remember about the podcast is I remember when we had to submit the audio to iTunes to get it on, and we had some issues getting it on through our website, through Squarespace. And remember, you were there with me and with Matt, and we stayed there for like hours where we were in our old place we were recording mm. to get it uploaded. Just the time we picked, put in, and then we actually picked the song. Which is the the music for the intro? So we did all that. That was kind of the beginning of it. It was exciting, you know. That was even before September eighth. But for me, that's like a memory that really sticks because it was the beginning of it and all the work and the excitement of what was yet to come. Like once we picked the song, we had the intro. I was like, all right. I remember actually trying to come up with a name because yeah, I think I told you about the idea for I don't doing. Think we, this. I don't think we've spoken about this. The the, the idea behind the name. I don't. Doing? Maybe I don't think so on the podcast. So. It was back in, I think, May or June. I think May I came up to you and was like, yo, we should do this. And then that I summer. Like, I was like, yo, get out of here, man. That, <laughs> I was like, yo, get out of my face. You definitely nah, were nah, not. I, I did not say that. that. And that's, that, that spring you started the sports walk. Yes. Right? And so that was kind of like, you know, perfect timing on that end, too, because it was another project that we could work on. Sideline stories. We were uh, filming a bunch of stuff for that mm-hmm. that summer, which is why we didn't start the podcast during the summer. Also, because, like, we were all, like, moving around a lot. During that summer. So it was like sometime in late July or August, we were texting. We were like, all right, we figured out how we want to record it. We figured out where we want to record it, how we want to do it. It was just a matter of coming up with a name. Right. And then we were like, damn, I'm trying. You were like, I'm trying to think of something hip hop related. And you threw something out there, some a play on words. Uh, It was a song by The Roots. And I don't remember which one it was, but I remember it being. Now I, I really don't even remember what I might have thrown out there. It was The Roots one. You were like, you were like, I thought of this, but I think we could come up with something better. So then I remember we were just trying to think of something hip hop related for some reason. And then I look on my Spotify. I was listening to, I was listening to a Nas song. I don't remember which one. So then I went to the Nas catalog. I pulled up Illmatic because I was just going to start to look at the track list of albums that I really like. That was the very first one that I came across because that's probably my favorite album. Me too. Um, which is something we had in common. Yeah. So I look at the track list and I'm like, oh, track ten. Oh, it ain't hard to tell. 
Like, that makes so much sense because we're talking and all this nonsense or whatever. We're big Nas fans. That's your favorite album. That's one of my favorite albums. Uh, my favorite artist, your second favorite artist. Yep. After Jay-Z. <laughs> and, and, yeah. Really? So, that's kind of... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Damn, Ash is hating. Ash is just like, really? I have no, no disrespect against Jay-Z. Um, I was, He's a lefty like you. Props to him. Yeah, he is? You know, yes. I didn't know Jay-Z was to, left-handed. I tried to bring that back. When, when, when I gave him dap that one time I met him, he was right. He gave me right-handed dap. But yeah. left-handed dap is also seen as disrespect. It's time to disrespect. He knows yeah. that. Most people yeah. know that. I was also like 13 years old, so that was pretty cool. I was very <laughs> young. A, he came out of a Nets game, and there was a he came like this was in Jersey, and everyone knew where he was coming out from. I don't know if it was like one of those. clubs. This was at the Izod Center. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> it was one of those clubs that was in that arena, and my brother was like, "Yo, you want to see Jay Z?" And then he came out, and then he just dapped up a few fans. I just happened to be there, and then yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, I got dapped from Jay Z once too. Yeah. I think right I, hand, strong right-handed dap. Yeah, I didn't wash my hands till like the next morning. So that's that ridiculous. You one of those people, really? <laughs> I was joking. Although I, I was thirteen, Some, so I probably did it. Something tells me I don't believe that. I don't yeah. think he was joking. And the good thing was that American Gangster came out that year, and that was one of his best albums. Because I didn't, I didn't want Kingdom Come Jay Z to shake my hand. I wanted American Gangster Jay Z at least. Wow, <laughs> that was a joke. I was wow. just joking. I was just joking. <laughs> wow. Wow! No, but t- that's that's how that's how Brian uh, brought to me the name of oh, right. the podcast. Right? He forgot he forgot what he was talking about already. But here was here's the interesting thing, and I thought about this literally yesterday before we recorded this. Mm-hmm. I was listening to a Nas playlist. Actually, I had a Nas playlist on. We're gonna get we're gonna touch on some Nas uh, a little bit later. Yeah. Uh, listened to a Nas playlist, and uh, "Ain't Hard to Tell" came on, and I was okay. I was that the song, and I was thinking, I realized Great to myself. Song. That was the first rap song I learned. Like I knew verse for verse, word for word, word for word. Wow! Yeah, it's either, I, I believe it's either that or Electric Relaxation for a Tribe Called Quest. Like those are my two songs that really kind of got me into hip hop. But remember when I heard Ain't Hard to Tell? I just wanted to know every word of that song. I used to play, man. I I don't even know how many times I listened to that song in my life. Like. Probably it's we're probably at like at least over a thousand easily. Mm, yeah. In terms of plays, like this is when I had Illmatic on cassette. Right. I'm showing my age here. <laughs> had Illmatic on cassette and I was just playing it over and over and over. If you probably look at the amount of times I've played it on iTunes, you can't even count the times I played it as a kid. Yeah. So it's yeah, that wow. that song that song has always been important to me. So it kind of mm. means a lot in it being the title of the podcast too, because I've always loved that song. Like I said, it was the first song I learned all the way through as a mm. as a hip hop song that I remember. I mean, there's other songs I probably knew nursery rhymes and stuff that I was singing back in the day. Um, <laughs> you was killing those nursery rhymes. Yeah, <laughs> my daughter's killing nursery rhymes right now. Oh, she's killing nursery rhymes too much. Killing my ears with it too much. I think yeah. you know what you bring up something interesting. I think the first song that I remember word for word. Let me drink some water before I clear my throat. Why don't you fill a buster while I do this? I'm not, I'm not feeling anything for you. Everybody's <laughs> gonna hear you sip this water. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, but um, yeah, that, I, I I love that song. Maybe I, I am that, a little that, sick. I don't that's know. A, really, yo, you can't. So keep the doing song, the, sick the stuff. song. No, 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 hold on, no, 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 no. I want to get. You're to not this. gonna sidestep the sick stuff. Maybe <laughs> I am a little bit more sick than I let on before in the beginning of the podcast. Yeah, cough in that direction. I swear, if I'm sick, man, I'm yo, coming for you. Yo, here's the thing, too. I told my dad to like wait until next week to get me sick. So then I could do the U.S. Yeah. Open, the fight um, yeah, with thanks. Danny Garcia and Sean Porter, no problem. Thanks. Thanks, guys. 
Thanks to the Fonseca family, the sick Fonseca family. Well, some of us, di- us, some of us, have different last names. Okay, <clears throat> your family, <laughs> bunch of sick guys. Now in here, getting us all sick, infecting the Gotham podcast studio. Matter of fact, I'm gonna take a cough drop right now. Cough drop ain't gonna save you. You need more than a cough drop right now, you from need, what I see. You need some Dayquil or something. Yeah, man. You know what's funny? I have an emer- I think I have an emergency in my bag. I'm gonna have to give that to you. You're gonna you're gonna have to take that. Anyways, we are totally getting off topic because this guy's sick. So the first song, right? The first song that I uh, <laughs> that I remember word for word was One Mic Nas. Huh. I was seven years old uh, when it came out, but I was eight when the video used to get heavy rotation on MTV and stuff like that, and it used to come on like all the time. It makes me feel old that That's this guy men- this guy mentions one mic as the song that he learned. And when <laughs> one mic came out, if I'm not mistaken, I was a freshman in college. <laughs> that was oh, wow. That was a great song. It could have been a. Asher's my age for those listening. Asher's my yeah. age for those listening. That's why she's like. Yeah, yeah. that show. You that- guys will laugh at the first hip hop song I learned. What's what is oh. That? <clears throat> what is this? No, I know what it is. I know uh, what it is. Throw your guns by Onyx. Yes, and she's you. My, she's yes. my age, and she's my age. You. That was the first hip hop song I learned, and when he met me, he said, "How in the world do you know this song?" Well, I'll tell you what. When we go to break, we gotta hear you. Uh, we gotta hear you rap some of those lyrics. Oh, Wait, wouldn't yeah. wouldn't YouTube take it down? <laughs> no. So when we go to he break, oh 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 yeah. Now I'm all discombobulated. Yeah, because you're sick. <laughs> That's why. Because you're sick. <laughs> That's exactly why. Any other favorite memories from the first year before we we take our first break? Hmm. I mean, like, no, it's just been very, really great because, like, you know, there are times where you struggle just internally because, like, I put pressure on myself. I really do to sort of, uh, you know, do things the way I want to, deliver things the way I want to, get the message conveyed the way I want to. And, you know, obviously we've had times where we put out episodes and then there's links not working and then things like that. And then we had, to, you know, the whole thing with iTunes where we had to take down the feed, yeah. resubmit it, take yeah. down the feed. You know what I mean? Like we've had definitely a good amount of setbacks in the first year. But I feel like, you know, seeing that has seeing that August was our best month and now we're in a new studio. August, we got the most downloads that we've gotten in that month than any other month. Yep. You know what I mean? I feel like we're trending in the right direction. Uh, and now it sounds better. So that's that. Well, you know, yeah. Shout, shout, minus my sickness. Yeah, yeah. Keep the keep that over there. Um, yeah, no. A lot, a lot, a lot of that goes to just you know where we are, just comfortable on um, the branding, uh, people supporting the gear, whether it be the mugs, the stickers, the shirts. Um, a lot of the stuff we do. There's just been a lot of people supporting. Obviously, people supporting now with Patreon, mm-hmm. um, stuff like that's been good. Patreon.com slash Backpack Broadcaster. Yeah, I just, I've just enjoyed. Help us. I've really enjoyed. <laughs> for me, the memories. I enjoyed all the guests that we've really had and have come through. I just think it, it's been, it's been really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, getting Sky Zoo is definitely something that stands out. That to was me. one that I thought him of as a, cool. you know, as, as a hip hop artist. And um, he said he'd come back, so we'll, we'll yeah, we'll, we're hopefully trying to, to get something with that in the future. And we have some guests. That, obviously, we had Michelle Yu return. She came on twice. Yep, Michelle Yu was uh, the first time and the second time, but the first time was really one of my favorite episodes too. Right. To do. I ran um, into her at the U.S. Open like four times. Yeah, <laughs> I told you. To, to, and, you know, I, you know, it's funny. I texted her yesterday um, when the doll. Had to withdraw oh, from his match, and yeah. I was like, you know, I was like, gave it a sad face because I was like, you know, I was really watching. I watched so many of his matches throughout this tournament, and for him to lose, he I know really she good. I thought he was going to win the whole. Yeah, thing. me too. I thought so too. So I thought he was going to win the whole. You know, thing. her being a big Rafa fan, she was disappointed. Yeah. Um, I'm still. I I still might get his sneakers though. 
Yeah, it was pink sneakers. Yeah, <laughs> keep that away from me with your sickness. <laughs> um, no, but that that was one that was one of my favorite things. And then uh, you know we've had a lot of the crazy conversations that we had with Matt yeah. and Lewis and uh, and you. Yeah, we talked about the, the proper way how to send nudes. Yep. Uh, so that was important. That was a very very vital conversation. Also, bathroom, that we've had. bathroom etiquette. That was one of my favorite. Yeah, memories bathroom too. etiquette. Do you do you sit when you? Well, no. Do you that stand? That was an interesting one. Actually. Do you I stand or one. do you stand when you wipe or do you sit when yes, you wipe? Yes, that was an interesting. That was an interesting topic. Yeah, I don't know how that came up or why we decided to because talk about I it. I heard I heard them I heard I heard the Levitar show talking about it and then I wanted to ask you guys and then we ended up having me and Lewis especially had a debate about it because I thought he was weird and he thought I was weird because he sits when he wipes and I stand. I think you're both weird. That TMI. Sorry, and new listeners. I, Welcome to the Ain't Hard to Tell podcast. Yeah, ain't hard. Ain't hard no to tell filters. how Brian wipes his ass. That's what we know now. That's all. That's what we know. Ain't hard to tell. Brian's sick. Also, and it's probably that's, that's get only me part. Sick. That's only part. There's much more to me than that. <laughs> like, I'd hope but. so. <laughs> I hope so at the least. All right, we're gonna take a break. Uh, we thank you for uh, joining us. We'll stick around. We're gonna come back. Talk a little bit about NFL season is back. Do we even care? Also going to talk about Colin Kaepernick and Nike. Kaepernick now has a new deal with Nike and the NFL. Won't make money with Colin Kaepernick, but Colin Kaepernick can sure make money with Nike. I find that very interesting. We'll also talk about Eminem versus Joe Budden. I know Brian is ready for all the spiciness (laughs) there. We'll talk about that when we come back on the Ain't Hard to Tell podcast. Backpack Broadcasting continues to bring you the best original sports content, but now you can get more of the content you love. For as little as $3 a month, you can get access to bonus content, including behind-the-scenes footage and interviews from the Sports Walk, Sideline Stories, or the Ain't Hard to Tell podcast. All this exclusive content comes via Patreon. There are tiered levels of patronage, and each Backpack Broadcasting patron receives exclusive perks. Your support helps Backpack Broadcasting create more of the original content that you love. Visit Backpack Broadcasting's Patreon page and become a patron today. All right, welcome back to the Ain't Hard to Tell podcast, episode 42, the anniversary episode. And the Jackie Robinson episode. And the Jackie Robinson episode. Um, So we are back. Yeah, and we talked a lot about memories and Brian being sick and trying to get me sick, which I'm not here for. And he's trying to laugh yeah, every about Every time it. you not, say that, every time you funny. say that, I get like phlegm in my throat. Like <laughs> a way to confirm more that you I'm are blaming you. all the way sick. All the way sick. <laughs> oh man. Uh, you're Look, the kind, man, you're it's better ki- for content. No, you're the kind of person that shows up to work sick and get gets everybody else sick. And then Dep- everybody's looking at you like, what were you doing? You know what? I was gonna say it depends on whether or not if I like the job, but I don't care. Like <laughs> So you don't like me or the, or doing this. That's what this tells me. No, no, I he said, doesn't care. No, no. I said mm. I said what? No, that's not what I said. I said that kind of I was said. going to say it would depend on whether or not I like the job, but I'll just show up sick either way. And, you know, y'all going to have to. But I'm not contagious. I don't have, like, herpes or something. And if you have herpes, take care of that. Wow. <laughs> what? All right. When I'm sick next week, I'm going to take that quote. Remember that. What's the quote? Which which part? That you're not contagious. Oh, I thought you were going to say the the herpes. No. The point is about being contagious. Oh, okay. Don't get me sick. Don't get herpes. Don't get me sick. 
Thanks for the PSA on herpes. <laughs> Anyways. Listen, if this, if the Herpes Foundation or whatever wants to, you know, I'll do that as a sponsor. You going to do a PSA for them? Yeah, sure. I'm sure they'll be glad to do that. I'll I'll take the money for it. I'm sure they would. <laughs> well, they might not even pay you. They just want you to do these, these vocals for them. Yeah. Yeah, he's sick, guys. I got a voice he's for really, that. He's got a, really sick. I got a voice for that. That's fine. You have a sick voice. <laughs> That's what I'll say. All right, enough about the sickness. So just keep that over there. Uh, Colin Kaepernick. The day you decide to sit next to me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> this was all planned by Brian for those who don't. This was all Brian. I blame all this on Brian. It's all your fault. I do do a lot of planning. Yeah. I'm psychotic. Yeah. It's okay. Yes, you are. Yeah. Uh, Colin Kaepernick, back in the news um, with Nike. Nike unveiled this new ad campaign that ran in the first game yeah. of the NFL season Thursday night football with the Eagles and the I don't remember who the Eagles played, which shows you how much I actually <laughs> care about the NFL right now. They play. I'll find it's it. It's bugging me because I feel like I should know who they played and I don't. Falcons. Remember. The Falcons. That's right. I knew I had something. Now, uh, a lot came out this week about that. I definitely that. knew that, by the way. I definitely yeah, knew Yeah, I, I knew it too, and I had a reason why I knew it, which I'll get to later, but I don't know why I forgot it in the moment. Probably because I was focused on trying to stay healthy here. Um, a lot came out this week about this in that, you know, there's a lot, there's so much to unpack here, but some people are mad that Colin Kaepernick uh, has an ad with Nike. Even though he has had an endorsement deal with Nike for quite some time, they, even though he has not had a job in the NFL, the now going on another season, he has still been on you know Nike's roster of you know of athletes who endorse their products. Um, and they have the, they have him in this ad. People were really upset about this. Some people burning their Nikes. Some people cutting off the Nike logo in their socks. Idiots, because now how those socks gonna stay up? And to people burning shoes, I still think you guys are idiots too because you already gave Nike money, right? Yeah. So now you burning it's not really protesting anything. Right. Um, and I also would ask, what are you really so mad at? <laughs> we already know. We've unpacked that. Yeah. But um, what was your reaction to all this and everybody's reaction around it? Oh, and I also might add, people who are mad thinking that Colin Kaepernick is now a sellout because he is doing this ad campaign with Nike. And also questioning, is Nike person that should be doing this ad campaign so there's all these questions swirling around this ad campaign is it that serious did you really care how'd you feel about all this i thought it was great for him obviously but (laughs) no i thought it was great for him honestly i actually compared him to joe budden yeah everything comes back to joe budden yeah or freddie gibbs i'm gonna explain i'm gonna explain why so we remember Colin Kaepernick being at the height of his career when he was one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL with the San Francisco 49ers, taking his team to the Super Bowl, things of that nature, right? And he was seen as one of those next guys at that position, one of the next big names in the league, whatever. Joe Budden, kind of the same thing. Went to Def Jam. He was seen as somebody that the company had a lot of investments in. He had Pump It Up. That was his big single. He had a successful debut album, and that went gold, uh, Grammy nomination, whatever. Both became outcasts after that, right? So Joe Budden was independent for a while. Colin Kaepernick, he took the knee and, you know, he ended up being outcasted from the league. Joe Budden outcasted from his label, right? So now circling back, Joe Budden starts a podcast. Colin Kaepernick starts a campaign. Know Your Rights campaign based mm-hmm. off of what he's done taking a knee and what he's done for, you know, raising awareness for the injustices and things of that nature. Uh, not the flag, <laughs> yes guys this is not about the flag um 
And with Joe Budden, he started a podcast. And then he ended up finding Spotify. Colin Kaepernick found Nike. They both found what I feel like, yes, corporate organizations, but organizations that they feel like are invested in them and their message. And organizations where they didn't have to sign with them. Yeah, here's the thing. Colin Kaepernick didn't have to sign with Nike. I'm sure he got offers from other places and things of that nature also. Like, just to do stuff, just to do stuff for, you know, raising awareness and continuing this fight. I'm not, there's a couple things I want to say here. I'm not, I do think Colin Kaepernick probably had other offers. I'm not sure how many sneaker companies were running to get behind and make money with him because I still think there's a bunch of sneaker companies that are probably afraid of what they think or they believe in the same way that the NFL thinks that most of their fan base isn't going to rock with Colin Kaepernick. I think a huge part of the reason is maybe it's not even the fans. Some of it might just be the owners, yeah. but I think that exists there. I got to give Nike some credit in some way in saying that, like, hey, look, let me flip back to another thing you said. And Colin Kaepernick doesn't have to play football anymore. And I don't think he cares to. I, don't I think, think he so would either. like to, it's, but it's, I, don't think it's, I don't think it's his priority it's, right it's, now. It's, it's, it's much bigger than that. And there's something to be said for, I mean, yes, like, I don't think getting the money cheapens his no. message. It no. w- was basically my, my my point. I don't think Joe Budden getting the money from Spotify cheapens, cheapens his, his overall so message. I, I understand that. I understand well, Colin Kaepernick, I don't think getting the money cheapens his message. It's like, I mean, at some point, yeah, you should get paid for what you're trying to do. Right, and there's nothing wrong with that. Right. But there's, there's And a... I think he sees them investing in him and... He sees. He, I don't think Kaepernick is lost without you know integrity. So here, two things, and to get to to answer that, the regarding the investing in him, I'm not so sure that Nike is investing in him in terms of that they are exactly down for his causes against the injustices that he's fighting. I'm not saying that they're also not. I'm just saying that Nike isn't going to invest in him unless they believe that they can make money. Yeah, but I'm saying that he thinks. That he feels that I think he feels that way. I think he feels like they're invested in him. Otherwise, he wouldn't do it. That's what I'm saying. I don't they, think he's they, without integrity. They are. They right. I'm. I'm. I'm also saying that even though Nike, even if because Nike, Nike at the end of the day, that's a business. This is a business, business right? Yeah. That's my point. And I agree. They yeah. wouldn't do this if they weren't going to get money. Right. That doesn't make a Nike bad. B. That also doesn't make Colin Kaepernick bad for taking the money because if the money that he gets from this can be used to help fund his Know Your Rights campaign. A lot of the money that he's been taking and putting out of his own pocket, and it's not like Colin Kaepernick had 10 years in the NFL where he was earning so many millions of dollars. He earned some money, but he's not in that amazingly great earning tier. Like Aaron Rodgers. Right. This this is what I've seen from some segment of people on social media, which was like, oh, well, he's a sellout because he's done this. And it's like, no. I think Jamel Hill wrote this in, a, in an article for The Undefeated that I read the other day, which is there's no place in the revolutionary handbook that says that you can't get paid. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. there, there's, there's no place in saying that you can fight social injustices and you can't also make money. Yeah. It's funny how in America we like like to promote in this capitalist society, oh, yo, make your money, get your money on a proud capitalist. But like, if you are... Against social issues, you're supposed to be broke. Yeah, and then you got people. Like, then you got on. people. You got people like Jason Whitlock and uh, and uh, Britt McKendry talking about how it cheapens his message just because he took money to do it. Like in order to fund things. It- okay, so then why don't both of those people who get paid, yeah, to speak and have a message about whatever it is, even though I don't agree with either of their messages. Yeah, exactly. Are, is their message cheapened because they have a salary? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you have to get paid for certain things. 
And it only makes it only makes a lot of sense. And he's not like granted, yes, he's taking a lot of money, but what do you want him to do? Right. <laughs> like but at some point. For, it doesn't it doesn't cheapen his message. It doesn't stop him from the work right. that, that he's doing. What I do find interesting though is that the Nike realizes that the, Nike wouldn't do this if they again, they wouldn't do this if they didn't think that they could get money. Right? This this couldn't be profitable Agreed, for yeah. them. Because why in, yeah. in some way. There's a lot of people that support and rock with Kaepernick and the, and the issues that he's fighting for. I'm one of them. You're one of them. There are mm-hmm. other people. There are people that are that are against that. They know that this could be profitable. And I'm sure there were other people that didn't want to touch Kaepernick in any kind of way. And they were scared. So, Nike, yeah. is there some risk? Yeah, but if they didn't market test or they didn't see how this would go or they didn't have other athletes on their own brand that were back and Tiger said he liked to add. Serena has said like to add. LeBron has said, I'm not shocked any of those people saying any of that, maybe Tiger to some degree, but <laughs> the rest of those people, no, I, I wasn't shocked at that. So they knew that they were going to have all their other athletes behind this on this campaign. They know that, but if they knew that they could make money with Kaepernick, how come the owners of the NFL don't realize that they could make money with Kaepernick and also win with Kaepernick or if teams, Ka- Kaepernick could still help a team, he's still yeah. be starting in the league, okay? Did uh, Did Michael Jordan say anything? No, but he's. I, I didn't expect him to. I, I was expecting a statement, maybe a two sentence. Why? I, I support Cap. He's doing great things. Why? The end. I'm MJ. No, because he <laughs> he Jordan is so much in his own brand that I didn't expect that for exactly. him to do it. Exactly. That's my point. But I mean, but I even mean that literally that he's his own brand and so separate from Nike. Nobody looks him at that. So he's, I would. He's, he's also kind of a dick. We can agree there. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? I just wanted to. I, wanted I to see. I think Jordan there. gets too much flack for being. He's not been this. He's not been that. He's not been this socially active. Like you know, what? a lot of people weren't in the nineties in that era. A lot of people were. I think I don't he gets say think, the word. I don't want to say the word afraid. A lot of people weren't empowered to do that. I think he gets flack because he still wears three SL pants. Well, yeah. I'm not, his fashion sense. <laughs> woo. Yeah, that's All a right. whole nother thing. Anyway. <laughs> and, 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 yeah. So, so it's interesting. We'll we'll get more in, in, in into this Kaepernick stuff. Um. Other, we're going to take it to some hip hop right now. Um, actually, before we get to hip hop, let's get NFL season. Oh, uh, this will be brief. Started, yeah, it'll be brief. Do you care? No, me neither. All right, move on. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I I care to some degree. Um, obviously, last year I did not watch a game. Uh, I didn't watch. A Will single you game. this year? So, let's answer that. We're recording this. This hmm. is September eighth, Saturday. There's a very good chance week that... Week one begins tomorrow. Well, yeah, week one began. I'm, and but, I'm getting... Week one began on Thursday. Yeah. But there's a chance tomorrow that I will be doing some work for Backpack Broadcasting that will take me to MetLife Stadium, and I will be there for the Giants-Jaguars opener. I will be there before the game doing something, so I will not be there for the game. However... Do I even know this? I don't think so. No, because this just literally came about before we did the podcast. But oh, I'll okay. tell you about this. All right, right. cool. You will know. If, if this goes down, you will know about this. Oh, 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 wait, 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 wait. No, I know what it is. You and might I can't, know and what I it can't is. say you anything. Say yeah. <laughs> all right. That's a tease. A tease. <laughs> but people will know. Yes. Um my my best friend. Damn, I can't wait. All my right. Best go friend ahead. Anthony hit me up and he said, Hey, you still not watching the NFL this year? What are you doing Sunday? We're gonna watch you know, you wanna watch You wanna watch Sam Darnold's first start? Huh? He he's <laughs> he's a Giants fan. So I know he wants to watch a giant game. So initially, I was supposed to take my daughter to the museum, but I'm not doing that. And so he's going to come through, and we're just going to 
chill and watch some games. Okay. Because my boy he wants to chill, watch some games. It was just his birthday the other day. Um, you know, I'm like, all right, so I'll you know chill and watch some games. I'm not gonna like be like, oh, we're friends, we can't watch the game. I'm not gonna go to that. Right. I'm not actively watching my own time. If I'm in a bar or someplace, I'm not gonna be like, oh man. The, yeah, I'm not going to look that way. Look that yeah, way. I got you. I'm not saying that looking coming your way because you're sick, but that's a whole nother thing. But, yes. I'm the NFL? Yeah, right now. Yeah, <laughs> I'm staying away. Yeah, I'm staying away, man. Jesus um, Christ. Um, but, no, so I will watch if it's in that in that situation, but I'm not actively seeking to watch. I had no interest in watching Thursday night. Oh, uh, yeah. But I just don't. Like, Thursday night games are usually pretty bad. Yeah. Like, from ze- what I read on Twitter, that was pretty zero. bad. I had zero interest in watching. On Thursday night, I could I could care less. I was watching uh, Naomi Osaka and uh, yep. Serena Williams so win I. their semifinals. That's what I so. did. While I was I was, I was there actually. While so I was doing I was like, some other doing some other odd jobs, rather be there. So yeah. the only reason I do have some interest again in the NFL is I was asked to play in a fantasy football league, which I did not do any of last year. Okay, but it's for money, and I, I said I'd do it. So I decided to play in the fantasy league. So you should I'm, only play fantasy sports for money. So I'm going to have some interest in it in that way. Yeah. But outside of that, I'm not really checking for the Jets. Am, you did ask, am I curious about Sam Donald's yeah, first are start? Yeah, are you legitimately? Because I feel like this might be the one, even though, you know. I'm, <laughs> I'm not even. I'm, somebody asked me that the other day. I'm not going there. I'm not saying anything like that. The last time I thought that, it was Mark Sanchez. And the next thing you know, he's fumbling the ball, running into another well, man's ass. You, you, no. <laughs> so, no. no. Well, you know what I had to say about that a couple of days ago we talked about that. At a different location, but yeah, yeah, I, you I, know, the Jets are the Jets. So, so I'm that. not getting excited. I thought Geno Smith was going to be Could, pretty good. There you go. That's so. all you need to say. You thought Geno Smith was going to be good. I thought Mark and Sanchez he, was going to be and good. He's far more talented than Mark Sanchez was, in my estimation. That's looking back, definitely true. Yeah. Now, I don't know. I'm excited from the things I've been seeing. I did not watch a preseason game. I did watch some highlights. We'll see. That's yeah. kind of my attitude with it. We'll see. Not getting hyped. Not falling for the okie doke. That's it. Not really excited about the NFL, but I will have somewhat of interest. Look, I always keep my eyes on the news. We always have to keep ourselves informed. Yeah. But I'm not actively going on my way to watch games. Yeah, I am interested to see if Le'Veon Bell plays this year. Um, Yo, that situation's real interesting. Yeah, I, that, I'm interested in that from just a perspective of, like, is he really going to sit out and try to but preserve himself you, for a year? But how did you feel about his offensive lineman coming out. Yeah, I, I and and talk and, and sounding real angry about the fact that he's holding out. Usually, you don't hear players talk about other players holding out. It was out. Ramon Foster, I think it was. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, it, I could see that either way. Like, I could see you having an issue about it because, like, you know, teammate to teammate, you guys should probably handle that in house. But at the same time. You know, he probably thinks Le'Veon is selfish. I'm sure he does. That's pretty much what he said. But at the same time, uh, Le'Veon is doing. He's living up to his own standards of his own integrity, and he's trying to get paid. And Pittsburgh's not paying him, so he's taking a stand. And Ramon Foster is, you know, he's. I don't think he's wrong with what he with what he's saying necessarily. But Ramon Foster can't possibly understand because the offensive lineman will never have. The chance to make the money that Le'Veon Bell makes, so I could understand. For- I think he just, yeah, I, just, I agree. I think he just doesn't quite. I don't think he's wrong. I think he doesn't quite understand. understand. Yeah, and I think yeah. with Le'Veon Bell, look, man, if you have that sort of power, exercise it. Like that's really it. Like if you're not getting what you want, you feel like but you deserve the thing, more. The only thing with Le'Veon Bell, Le'Veon Bell is betting on himself and his value, and I, I love him as a player. He's probably the best player in the league. But he's he's got to be worried. 
and you know I want to see this guy succeed too because he's a pick guy. Yeah. You don't want James Conner to come in there and start tearing it up because if James Conner starts tearing it up, mm. then the Steelers are going to be like, oh well, you know we're good. We have this lower cost option and we're getting it done without you. That's kind of what he doesn't want to happen. I think Le'Veon Bell's all in his rights to do what he's doing. I don't understand the fans that are mad at him. Even I'll be honest. Even if Le'Veon Bell was on the Steelers, I'd be at the Jets. I wouldn't be mad at Le'Veon Bell. I'd be mad at the Jets for not getting it done. Le'Veon Bell, look at his production. Look at he was underpaid for four years for yeah. many times before he was franchise tag. As many running backs are. Yes, and that's another thing about his position matters. And in this position, you have such a short shelf life. He wants to get that security. I'm not mad at him. That doesn't make him selfish. It makes it. It's it's a business. It's, it's business. It's business. Yeah, that's it. It's that's business. what it comes down to. Yeah, but I'm very. You know what? That is something to keep your eye on. Uh, obviously, not playing a week one. We'll see, man. We'll keep the Le'Veon Bell watch. It's going to be very interesting to see how yeah. that plays out. That's something I'm actually going to pay attention to this season, and you know, just to see what what happens with certain protests and what they're going to do about that. Because I know Kenny Stills is keeping it going, and yeah. see Sunday, you see, you already be interested for week week one's going to be interesting yeah. in that in that regard. So yeah. we'll see. I'll be at the U.S. Open watching the men's final. There you go. <laughs> All right, in the world of hip hop, a lot—I feel like a lot has happened. We're not even gonna have time to get through um, all this. We're, we're, we're not. But we're gonna try to get. MGK through. killed Eminem. Killed. We'll start there. Killed. <laughs> I mean, that's strong. I don't killed? know about killed, but it, it was. That's, first of all, let, let no. Let's great let, surprising diss track though. Let's get back. Let's let's bring it back. I'm sick of those sweatsuits too. Let, let's bring it back. Let's bring it back for a second. <laughs> You're really going in on people's fashion today. Um, <laughs> I can't. I'm wearing joggers and a V-neck right now. I can't talk. There's nothing wrong with that. Okay, then What's I can't the, talk. the issue here is that you're sick. That's what's oh wrong. My God. You're sick and such. I'm sick of you being sick. Wait till you see my next shirt. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> um, Eminem dropped a surprise album uh, out of the blue. Nobody saw it coming. Nobody asked for it either. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Wait, but that was a layup for me. Okay. I mean, come on. He dropped this. He dropped. Well, legitimately, the, nobody. He dropped the it. album. The album's called Kamikaze. Especially after that last album. If you've been under rock, we both said here on this podcast, last album Revival, which dropped in December of last Something year, twenty seventeen. Like, yeah, yeah. We both thought that was trash. We thought it was awful. We did not like it. I never finished it after going through about eleven tracks, and I think I stopped there and I was like, yeah, I'm done. I was disappointed when they played the um, the Black Boy Black Boy song at Barclays Center as the Nets were warming did up. Did they? Yeah. That's ha- that happened multiple times. Oh, come on, that's, that's yeah, a bad job. Honestly, it's a bad job. Yeah, that song is terrible. Was anybody? Was any Quincy I'm Acey? Like, he was mouthing lyrics. No, no, no. He was just shooting around. Oh, okay. <laughs> so they did it when nobody was on the court. Not saying that Quincy Acey is nobody like Quincy Acey. I'm just saying, but it was early. It was, no, it was very early. So they didn't do it when people were really in the arena. Yeah, no. The, da- okay. the dance that's, team just walked off, meant. and Joe Harris is usually the first one there. Uh, actually, Joe Harris was there another time, which I found very ironic. That's very funny. If you Google what Joe Harris looks like, right? Yeah, they were like, "Oh, he's gonna like this song." <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> no, nah, we like Joe Harris. So uh, no, I'm yeah. just saying they assumed yeah. that yeah, about yeah, yeah, Joe yeah. Harris. That's what I'm, I'm just saying. I just want to clear that up. We like Joe Harris. Yes. Um, he dropped the album, surprise. I got to it quicker than you did. <laughs> yeah. I, I I listened to it. You want, you want to know when I finished Kamikaze? This morning. <laughs> Here are my thoughts. And I saw you tweet. I saw you tweet. About, I saw you tweet about it. But then I tweeted something to you before that. <laughs> I said, hashtag Kamikaze has no replay value. Yes. That's what I said. Now, here's the thing. Brian just said the album has no replay value. And I'm going to tell you why I agree with Brian. 
Brian saying that the album has no replay value doesn't mean that I think that the album is bad. I don't think the album is bad. Agree. I think it is a much better improvement over what came out, the trash that was Revival. Yeah. However, this is an album where Eminem is extremely angry, which I understand some of his fan base likes. He's very <laughs> angry. He's kind of basically telling you, you guys didn't get Revival, which I rolled my eyes at. No, we got it. It just wasn't good. Yeah. Um, he wasn't... It wasn't that he was rapping good. He had not really good hooks. Production was meh. Subject matter seemed a little bit forced. Here he seemed angry. He's calling out other people in the industry. He's calling out other rappers that he doesn't like, doesn't like the way the game is growing, how everybody does the same flow, things that he's right about. And he's real angry, as I said in this album. But that's kind of the problem with the album that lends for me for it to not have that much replay value. It's because he's just angry. I don't want to listen to an album where somebody's just angry the whole time like i wouldn't sit and listen to anybody if they were just angry the entire time um there are some songs where there's some great lyrical prowess mm. oh give me an album you listen to where somebody was angry the whole time go ahead uh joe budden uh all of loss he wasn't angry the whole time <laughs> see in that album there were different there were there were different moods i still felt i agree anger is definitely at the forefront of that album yeah and frustration. We're gonna get, we're label, gonna get to Joe Budden in a yeah, second. Yeah, <laughs> label frustrations at the forefront of that album, right? Yeah. See, but, see, that's the thing. It's coming. It's coming from a much different place. Exactly. With Eminem, what it's like? What it's like? What MGK said in that this? What are you mad about? Like you're Eminem. You have all these things. Like, but what, what are you angry he's mad about? Because people. He's mad because he reads sucked. the comments section. Because people said that's what I take sucked. away from that album is that he pay, he really pays a lot of attention to what people are saying about him. Okay, I mean that's good if you respond, but make better music. <laughs> now, I'm, no, 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 no. To and some, I'm spicy. To some, no, to some, I'm not being spicy. I'm just saying you can be mad at anything. This apply. No, seriously, what I'm saying applies to anything in life. Yeah, you can be mad at anything, right? I could be like, I don't like that Astrid has a red shirt on. <laughs> I mean, I could do something about it or not do something about it. I mean, I'm really not gonna do anything about Astrid's shirt. I could like put dye in her shirt or something else. <laughs> you, you. What I'm saying is, if you don't like something you created, you don't like how something's going, how it's done, you have the opportunity to change your circumstance. Yeah, you can at least attempt to do that. Yeah. Now, I think he made an attempt to do it, but what I think that the album in a whole lacks, and I think this is what you're kind of going to as far as replay value, it lacks. It's a lot of just angry rap. There's not very many structured songs. Um, of really to have a lot of strong substance to it. There's some that do, but not a lot. It's few and far between. So while I think you could listen to the album and be like, wow, this is lyrically impressive, this is better than Revival, I'm not really, what am I really coming back to the album for? Exactly. I like Joyner Lucas's verse a lot in that one song. I actually like that song, period. Uh, I didn't, I wasn't crazy about the song with Royce the Five Nine. After, oh, I like that. After Royce the Five Nine stopped rapping. Ah, I like that song. I didn't like necessarily where the beat switched after Remnant. I like the first beat. I love how they make fun of sort of bad and bougie in the hook. Yeah. I like that. I thought that was good. But well, uh, I'm like, I'm like, what, what? You sound not impressed. Yeah, no, I'm not. And Eminem hasn't really impressed me since the Forever verse, which is in 2009. I was 15 years old, by the way. You just love talk. <laughs> you just love trying to show age disparity. <laughs> Nobody cares. That verse was great. But <laughs> but like it's a, a whole album of that. That's what this basically is. Yeah, it's a I, whole I album of that I over agree. and over and over. And here's the thing. I could listen to music that can sound a little bit repetitive. I'll give you an example. Freddie, for example, wasn't necessarily something that changed from song to song to song, no, the last no, project. No, no, it didn't. But the music sounds a lot better, and there's something to be said for that. The beats were a lot better. The I flows were a lot better. Eminem's flow has been annoying for a long time. 
his voice has been annoying for a long time since relapse. When he was doing, I don't, the, I don't even changing want to the that. voice, yeah, yeah, yeah. And stuff so like it's that. just like it's it's not even it's not even that the music isn't great and that he's angry with not much to say other than he's angry, but <laughs> but like he's annoying, and I don't want to hear I don't want to hear something that's gonna annoy me all the time. Do you think I listen to? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Yeah, I know where you're going with that. I know exactly where you're going. He was gonna, <laughs> folks. If you don't know, he was gonna mention Freddie Gibbs. No, wait, what? <laughs> oh, that's not where you were gonna go? No, 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 oh, no, 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 no. I thought this. Was, I was wrong. No, 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 no. It must be the. Sickness. I was gonna say something I'm annoyed by, but I'm not even gonna mention their name. Okay. okay. But okay. So anyway, Awkwardly. Some of the points that you're making, uh, and I, we we're running out of time here. But Machine Gun Kelly, uh, came back at Eminem. With a diss track, which I Brian said at the beginning of his conversation, he thought was very good. I thought it was pretty good too. Uh, I'm not a fan of Machine Gun Kelly, but I was. I thought as a diss track, it was not bad at all. But then where things got really spicy was on Joe Budden's podcast, which I found highly entertaining this week. Now we just literally talked about how we didn't like a rapper who pretty much was venting and angry the entire album, but. You know who's venting and angry his entire podcast? <laughs> Joe Budden. And you know what? It's different. The music is better. And so is it was. It had nothing to do with music. It yeah. wasn't. And I. You know what? I'm not, Joe Budden wasn't angry the entire podcast because he had definitely highs and lows, and there was humor mixed in between. Yeah. Because that's what you need. You need that balance. I think yeah. that's the point. I'm saying he vented on some things about his label situation with Slaughterhouse uh, being under Shady Records and his relationship with Eminem, and he vented, and it came from this extremely passionate place, and I found it extremely entertaining. I listened to Slaughtermouse again after that. I had planned to do that, and I didn't do that. I hear it differently now. I do hear it a little bit differently now. And I, I mean, but he said it was originally a diss on that podcast, but uh, it's still like if you listen to it with the ear of, okay, of knowing the, more of the context of knowing now, yeah, and knowing that oh, okay, this is intended to be a diss record up until the end where he's like, you know, right. kind of like complimenting him and things like that. Then it kind of gives you some more perspective into what was going on at that time. And I remember even back then, like if I think, you know, as hip hop heads, we expected a lot out of Slaughterhouse that we didn't get. Yep. And we feel like their best stuff was probably before they got with Shady or when we're, they were doing things like, you know, rapping over premiere beats. Like they did that one song on the Creed soundtrack. Yep. I mean, not Creed, not Creed, Southpaw soundtrack. Southpaw, yep. You know what I mean? Like, and they really got out of their lane. Like the album Our House was not great. And I do remember Joe Budden being removed from certain songs, like the very intro song, which I think was called Our House, and it was depressing. And that's Joe Budden right, <laughs> at that that's time. Like, that's his kind of You know what I mean? Like and right. the beat and everything. Like I remember him being removed from some songs at that point. So then I was like, okay, you know, like I hearing him on the podcast, I've really understood what he was saying. I agree with a lot of what he was saying, except for the industry stuff. I don't know. Like, I don't know any of that stuff until he says it. And when he says that, I I don't have a reason to think he's lying. I found it very eye-opening, and I think he killed Eminem. And I think he would kill Eminem. When he said that Eminem fans really took exception to him saying that he's been better than Eminem for a, but he has. For a effing but decade. But he has. But he has. But he has. But he has. And you know what? He's made better I, music. I'll go even, even further. I'll go even further. I will take Joe Budden's entire discography, and I'll compare it to Eminem's entire discography. I think Joe Budden's is better. I I don't disagree. Eminem has more you're, bad albums than good albums. You're gonna get a lot of flame just because of how Eminem is perceived yeah. in rap culture, 
and to some degree, I think, lyrically amazing in terms of album-wise, I don't think it's as impressive, and I think that criticism is fair. I would be here for Joe Budden, Eminem Battle. I don't know about you. You'd be here for that? Because I'd definitely, I'd definitely be here for that. That's what I want. But, but <laughs> I want Joe, Joe Budden to come out of retirement. But what Joe Budden <laughs> said is, like, M has to come at him directly with a song, mm. and then... Well, a good song, not just a song, a good song. And then he would respond. (laughs) I'd be here for that. Yeah. But we're out of time for this episode of the Ain't Hard to Tell podcast, episode 42, the anniversary episode. And the Jackie Robinson episode. And the Jackie Robinson episode. Uh, We're going to wrap it up by saying, again, it's been a great first year. Please continue to support us. You can check out merchandise on our T Public store. You can support us on Patreon to get some exclusive content. We appreciate your support. Thanks for listening to episode 42 of the Ain't Hard to Tell podcast. We'll be back with more, so stay tuned with us. Peace, guys.